When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, when you use code DNVR at sign up, you can turn a $5 bet on the NBA Finals into $150 in free bets. If you can pick the winner, that's it. Use code DNVR and DraftKings Sportsbook to turn $5 into $150. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, this has been a long, long week for us. You missed pronounce the word month uh <laughs> wow it's already been a long month and we are five days in yes colorado rockies lose a four game series the worst possible way by not winning any four game sweep to the atlanta brooms we will refer to them as yes i think that's a very appropriate name to call them um yeah um did not win a single game but a lot of them were pretty close so i think that's what makes it even more frustrating is that we were right there and it just didn't happen. Nope, nope. Had the uh, one-run ball game on on Friday night, and we'll we'll kind of touch base uh, on all of the games in this four-game sweep at the hands of Atlanta, where the Rockies dropped to twenty-three and thirty-one on the season. They're seven and eighteen over their last twenty-five games since May eighth. We got the City Connect uniforms to talk about. Mm-hmm. A couple other interesting news and notes, but really frustrating because the Rockies are a team that struggle out on the road but when they come home that's the one place we know that they are safe and And now I don't know if they have a safe place it's no it's not it has not been a safe space lately that is for sure um but of course when the Braves come to town they are the reigning champions you know maybe you do expect to not win all of those uh but they haven't been winning against the teams that you think they're gonna win against either (laughs) yeah great point um as we said, 7-18 and 18 over their last 25. And uh, we haven't seen a four-game sweep at Coors Field since Pittsburgh did it in late August, early September mm-hmm. of 2019. So kind of a rarity. It's actually, I think, the first time Atlanta has ever swept uh, Colorado at Coors Field. So it is. that's uh, also a first. But I like what you said. That, you know, look, bottom line, they lost all four. They, they got outclassed in that way. And so that's the headline. But if we want to look at the silver linings, they were resilient, as you said, very resilient. Uh, even on Sunday, where you know they're down seven three at one point, and they end up scoring three runs across the eighth and ninth inning, not enough to get the job done. But they, outside of Thursday, they were in all three of these final games, and the starting pitching took a step forward at least before Ryan Feltner's three inning six-run outing on Sunday. Yeah, we did see some good starting pitching. The bullpen, for the most part, is a different story. But 
Yeah, they were resilient. They put up a fight. They were some pretty close games. Yeah, Charlie hit the uh, hit a solo home run there mm-hmm. in the ninth on Sunday to make the score eight uh, seven. That home run, home run ends up putting him in a tie for seventh place all time in franchise history for home runs with Mr. Troy Tulowitzki. Uh, so that was a big one. And then Brendan Rodgers, our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. No, this is not the same graphic as we used earlier this week, <laughs> but he, he did the damn thing yet again and was, was well-deserving of these honors with a three-for-five day. All right, listen, it's still, the, it's still the summer of the hyphen, as we're, we've been calling it. We've moved on from March. Brendan Rodgers still having a good June. Yeah, for sure. The, the hyphen hype is legit. Had a double hype. home run. Uh, three RBI on the day was a triple shy of the cycle. Triple the hardest part, of mm-hmm. course, for the cycle. It's a rarity, uh, but it's one of the reasons why Coors Field has the most has seen the most cycles in all of baseball. Even even Fenway Park, that's you know close to 100 years older than Coors Field, has not had as many cycles as Coors Field because the outfield's so darn big. You can mm-hmm. hit a triple. Rodgers was unable to do that. They went 0 for 2 in his final two at-bats. But as you said, they kind of fought back. And, and we saw a lot of history in this series. Thursday's loss, not too much to talk about there. Austin Gomber, not his best in a 13-6 loss. Rockies are 4-13 and in series openers this season. They're 0-4 in the first game of doubleheaders. So they're slow starters. We know that. Yeah, you know what? It's so funny to see, though, that they have, yes, been 0-4 in the first games of doubleheaders just and also just getting absolutely obliterated, total blowouts in those games, but still have come back. And then for those second games of every doubleheader we've seen, they've just snuck in a win. Yeah, Friday night was pretty wild for a couple of reasons, but we had a 0-0 score going into extra innings. Nobody scored a run in nine innings, which isn't that crazy of a stat when you think about it but in Colorado it is not because you know you automatically you're gonna your head goes to you hit more home runs the outfield's just bigger mm-hmm. so bottom line there's just little base hits death by singles mm-hmm. we've seen that happen a lot at Coors Field and yet it was only the second time it had ever happened that we went to the 10th inning with nothing but goose eggs nothing but bagels going across the <laughs> board to, to take something from uh, our friends over at DNVR Rapids but Nothing. We, we hadn't seen it since 2008. I think it was a Dodgers-Rockies game. We know the Rockies were in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Greg Maddox, vintage Greg Maddox. This is at the end of his career, but still has the good stuff. Greg Maddox and Aaron Cook started that game. So that that was pretty wild to, to see after everything we had been seeing. What, the, didn't the Rockies give up 12 or more runs in three straight games going into that contest? They did. So if they had done it again, <laughs> it would have been a record. Would it have been a record or would it have been tied a record? Remind me. Uh, oh, great question. We we looked that up. No, I think it would have tied a record. It would have tied a record. Two other teams. Oh, gosh. Off the top of the head. Can't remember. The, the 1908 Phillies. New York Giants. The 1928 Phillies. 1928 Phillies. That's yes. right. That's right. That would have been uh, the only other time that happened. As it were, they go into extras. Unable to win that one. They end up losing 3-1. to one. So get some runs on the board. But Chad Cool looked fantastic. And because, again, trying to focus on some of those silver linings right now, that's going to happen when you're now eight games under 500, about to go on the road against two really good teams Mm -hmm. in the San Francisco Giants and San Diego Padres. We'll talk about that, too, later on in the episode. Touch on that. We've got all week to do that because they don't play until 7.45 – PM Mountain Daylight Time on Tuesday. Yep. So late got, games for us here. We've got plenty of time to talk about that that series, but we're going to highlight uh, some of the silver linings because the starting pitching has been really bad. And Chad Cool comes in, gets the job done. I think he had thrown sixty pitches maybe through the first three innings there mm-hmm. on Friday night, and then goes out and shuts the door for three more innings, six innings of shutout baseball. Yeah, so we got yeah, we got six innings out of Chad Cool, five hits, no runs, two walks, three strikeouts. So good stuff out of Chad Cool. Definitely a bright spot in that day. Yeah, and his last three starts or last three outings, he's only given up three runs total. Uh, he's got a three point one seven ERA on the season. 
And if you throw out those consecutive starts he had against the San Francisco Giants, I think the first one was in San Francisco, and then the second one was at Coors Field. You throw those out, which you can't do. We know that, but... If you could. Sometimes an, an outing or two can kind of skew some things a little bit. It's, it, it definitely has skewed it because you throw those out. He's got a sub-2 ERA in his other eight outings. 1.75 ERA in eight outings. Is, is 8 out of 10 best outings this season. That's friggin' great. That is. That's really good stuff. Chad Cool, living up to all the puns that we've made for him. Yeah, and even if you keep those games in, as we said, 3.17 ERA on the season, it's uh, if you look at uh, a Rocky starters, first 10 starts of the season, it's the eighth lowest ERA for uh, any Rocky starter for the first 10 starts, uh, lowest since 2016 when Tyler Chatwood uh, had himself a 2.69 ERA through the first 10 starts. So Chad Cool, you know, definitely kind of writes the ship a little bit there, and that opens the door to Kyle Freeland to do what he does best. And the first time we see the City Connect uniforms, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it. But he first one right out of the way, Kyle Freeland, how symbolic or how beautiful. You, you can't write it that on the day that Colorado unveils their first new uniform since the black vests, it also had white vests in 2005 Mm -hmm. at that time, first new uniform represents all of Colorado. Kyle Freeland is the guy on the hill for that. So symbolic. How cool was that? It could not have been more perfect. The Colorado kid in the Colorado City Connect jersey and... I mean, I think they looked great. I know we are going to touch on it, but it, it could not have been better. If you look great, they say you feel great, and therefore you'll do great. And I think Kyle Freeland did, you know, similar to what we saw Chad Cool do on Friday night. He was great on Saturday night. Kyle Freeland was great. We got seven innings out of him, and that's tied for a season high. Um, five hits, one run, one walk, three strikeouts. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he did a great job. So I wonder if we will see him doing well in those jerseys again. We'll talk about that in a we second. We will talk about it. Sorry, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, no, no, but I, I say that because I, I pulled his ear quickly after the game, and I got some details because Rockies will be wearing the City Connect uniforms every Sunday home game. Will they be wearing it at any other time? Will they be swapping out the pants? Will Kyle Freeland be choosing that jersey I talked to him, and we're going to get to it. Oh my gosh, I have in to wait. just a second. Because I wasn't there for this conversation. Yes, but, but to, f- to finish up our conversation about the weekend. Yes. Saturday's loss there. Uh, we saw Friday night 0 0 for the first time going into extras, right, for, for a nine inning game. Saturday, it was 1 1. Equally, not literally, but almost equally as low scoring. 1 yes. 1. Only the fifth time we had ever seen that. Back to back nights. Rockies give up. What, 39 runs over three games in two days, right? Because mm-hmm. you have the doubleheader on Wednesday. And then on back-to-back days, they're throwing up those bagels, man. It's just, it was very uncores like It was. It really was. Very they, uncharacteristic. Third extra inning game in their last four contests. And... Bullpen doesn't get it done. We got the light show on back-to-back nights. Yeah, but we, we haven't seen the Daniel Bard light show in so long and we got it two nights in a row the first time they unveiled it it was uh, it was just amazing it mm-hmm. was fantastic and then after that all of a sudden we didn't see it now day games i mean you can't we're not gonna do see anything. it on day games obviously but then <laughs> night games we you know daniel bard was in and we're like okay where's the light show like we're here in stranglehold but i want the light show and then i heard a rumor or i heard from someone that maybe um, they haven't been doing it because it messes up the AT&T Sportsnet camera. So they brought it back for the Apple TV game. But then on Saturday night, they had the light show back again, and that was an AT&T Sportsnet game. So I'm wondering if maybe they figured it out or if maybe they didn't mean to do it. No, but we got a lot of light shows in yeah. between every inning when we were in extras too. So it's true. And it was, I think that was really exciting. That was a lot of fun. So my theory about the, the extra or uh, the, the extra cost and the utility bill for all those lights. Now I threw that out the window. Yeah. It was more like a technical thing. I think it might've been more of a technical thing. I mean, I was also <laughs> wondering cause like the night that that light show was unveiled, the scoreboard totally shut down, but I think that yes. was a separate issue. 
Sure. Yeah, they, they got a little gun shy on that, and, and, and they were afraid to maybe blow it up in, in that capacity as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? When we saw the Daniel Bard light show, we got good stuff out of Daniel Bard. We did. We did. We did. It was exciting. It was electric. Nobody left the ballpark. It's similar to that excitement and that electricity and that fact that nobody wants to go home like all of our avalanche watch parties oh. down here on the corner of Colfax <laughs> in New York at the DNVR bar. Remember, if you are not already a member, it's only 50 cents for your first month, but we've got watch parties popping off all the time. If you're a member, you know you get that member size beer, that mega pint as Johnny Depp would like to refer to it as a spot of purple, but no, it's a, it's a spot of Breckenridge brewery, of course. And you get price breaks on all kinds of deals. What we got with our tailgates, party buses, uh, deals on our merch, you get extra raffle tickets too. When you're down the corner of Colfax in New York at the DNVR bar. So you could win some more free gear at these watch parties and these fun gatherings that we have going on. If you want an annual membership, you know, you actually get a free shirt at dnvrlocker.com. Can't beat that. And you can't beat another great deal that, DraftKings Sportsbook has going on, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So we know a $5 bet on the finals is going to turn into $150 in free bets if you nail that win. But also right now with these parlays, it's fantastic because you tie two, three, four things together to make the odds seem a little bit longer, but it's going to be on stuff that you already know, you got a good feeling on. And so now your winnings are going to be even bigger, even better. But here's the thing, if one of those legs doesn't hit, and you've got three or more legs on your parlay, DraftKings Sportsbook is still going to give you $25 back in free bets if one of those legs doesn't hit. Hedge those bets. So right now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Your $5 bet on any NBA team, I mean, there's only two that you could go with, but any of two (laughs) NBA teams to win a game here in the NBA Finals, it's actually the Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors. So that's a little tip. I've narrowed it down. Mm. I've narrowed down the Thank 32 you, teams into just two. So that's that's a little tip here for you. But if you do that, you get $150 in free bets instantly with promo code DNVR DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week no surprise, but the details of the pick is the surprise. Oh. It's the Colorado Avalanche to do a little sweeping of their own. Oh, see, I would like I would like for Colorado to get a sweep this week. Somewhere. Somehow. Somewhere. Somewhere. That's right. Yeah, the Broomfield Avalanche. We could, we could call them that, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're, we don't need to squeeze the brooms into everything. But Avs, finish it off. In Edmonton there, in game four. But don't just take the money line. Actually go with the puck line. So instead of them winning by one, they win by one and a half. That's plus 175. So there you go. Now you don't have to outlay extra money on that. DraftKings Sportsbook, pick of the game. Take the puck line. Avs in game four, plus 170 on that. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with Connor Joe as your leadoff hitter. Oh, my gosh. Connor Joe is on a 32-game on-base streak. He is the 11th player to have an on-base streak of at least 30 games. And uh, most recently, that was Charlie Blackman between May 1st and June 21st. Back in 2019, it was like a whole other world back then. I remember those days. Yeah. But his 32-game streak is the most since DJ LeMayhew reached base 38 times back in 2016. Damn. I know. That's long. I forget what the record is. I know we looked it up. It, it's in the 40s. It might be like 47. It's mm-hmm. kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. Um, so he's got a way to go, but, man, that's exciting. I mean, he, that's that's his job is to get on base. Mm-hmm. That's It's one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of times industry insiders or if you want to get inside baseball, you talk about on-base percentage more than batting average, partially because your on-base percentage is just – the percentage of times you don't make an out, yeah. which is pretty important. Yeah. I mean, that's how we kind of track time in baseball is outs. There's mm-hmm. a finite amount of them, 27. So you don't make an out. That's a good thing. And so Connor Joe is not making a ton of outs right now. He's at least getting on base, giving his team a chance to score. There was one point, it must have been on Thursday's game, where he got on base his first four at-bats. Charlie Blackman got a base hit. His first four at bats. So you had those two guys setting the table, and they weren't, you know, able to capitalize. Unfortunately, underneath that, but 
nevertheless, uh, defense has looked spotty again at times where they'll have a great game and then they'll go and have a not-so-good game. Brian Servin with an error there, being aggressive. I talked to him after the game. He said the ball coming out of his hand, he had like a change-up grip. And I know it's very, it's very, I don't know if this is boring or not. I, I found it to be interesting. Tell me more about the grip. I found it interesting. So he had like a change-up grip and a curveball grip apparently bounces up. He knows this as a catcher, but a change-up grip doesn't really bounce up. It stays low. So McMahon was hoping to scoop it up because it was going to bounce, but no, how it came out of his hand, kind of almost like a palm ball. It stayed low, got under his mitt, serving, get charged with the error. Run ends up scoring there. You wish it didn't happen. Then McMahon goes and makes his 11th error of the season. I think that's still now tops for most in Major League Baseball, and those errors really... Uh, have gotten compounded, especially, you know, as you pointed out, when you're playing the world champion Atlanta Brooms. Yes. And uh, did I see that the Rockies have 46 errors this season? Something like that, I yeah. Think I think Jesse they lead Tom- all of baseball. I think Jesse Thomas tweeted that. Yeah, they lead all of baseball right check. now, unfortunately. And, look, if, if we're – this this was something that I, I wanted to talk about. I didn't, I didn't put in my notes. It's getting hot under the collar. i gotta, I got to unbbutton this top one here since oh. there's, a lot, there's a lot of heat right now coming <laughs> off me. Look, for all of the crap, people can give the wave. And my stance has changed on it a little bit since the pandemic. Uh, when I was younger, from like 8 to 15, I was that loud, obnoxious kid. Surprise, surprise. That would try to get the wave going Such wherever I was at. That, that was my deal. Uh, then got to be a baseball snob, and I'm like, stop. It's distracting. It's just whatever. And yes, that's true. But since the pandemic, you go, ah, people need to ha- go and have a good time. So Colorado has the wave. But guess what? It's not as bad as what Atlanta has, which is the tomahawk chop. Yes, and we saw quite a bit of it this weekend. Yeah. And it, w- it was very off-putting. It wasn't constant. I'll say that. So no. I, I, I'm kind of curious if Atlanta fans are aware of it. And they're like, ah, we're only going to use it late. You know, when, when something good happens rather than bad, we're not going to like taunt with it. You know, when the opposing pitcher's on the mound with the bases loaded, we're not going to do that. I, I could see there being some, you know, uh, definite choices being made there with that. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we tweeted out a nice meme. You might like the City Connect uniforms. You might hate the City Connect uniforms. But I think we can all shake hands here and say Tomahawk Chop sucks. We all hate it. Yes. And you know what? We've had a lot of Atlanta fans in our comments. Yes. Very aggressive. Very aggressively defending the Tomahawk Chop. Yeah. Which is so so strange that that's the hill you're going to die on. Yeah. it's, it's, It's a little bit silly there. I think it's, uh, yeah, it was very unpleasant. And and Rockies fans, hey, man, tip of the cap. Guess what? You were booing back. Yes, and I like to see that. That was I good. I love that. That was good. I really, I really like that. That was, that was good. Good response to it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. City Connect uniforms. Let's talk about them because we got to see him for the first time. We got to see him all weekend long. We did. Got to see him in the clubhouse. In got to see him on the guys. All of their green pants glory. All of their greenness. Yeah, the Colorado green pants. Is what we, that's what we've been calling them on Twitter, which I get a kick out of. I yeah, don't know if wear, anyone else does. They're going to wear them every Sunday at home. And it does seem as if they, uh, the starting pitcher gets to choose the outfit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sounds really funny. Starting pitcher gets to choose the outfit, yes. no, the uniform. And they're not going to be wearing it on the road. I did find that out from Mike Tiny Ponarelli, clubhouse guy, uh, right after the game. Partially because there's white in the top of the uniform. Mm-hmm. So the opposing teams are going to be wearing white. So they got to get approval from Major League Baseball if something like that happens. If they somehow know in advance that the opposing team is wearing their city connects like the Dodgers have that all blue. Also, Mm -hmm. did you see they have a, did you see they have a new city connect cap? I did not see the new city connect cap. I can't see anything outside of just that full body (laughs) blue. They look like the blue man group. Yeah. Interesting wrinkle. I'd be curious to know what, if Dodgers fans like this kind of like, you know, the Mets have those black jerseys Mm -hmm. that my cousin really likes them. He's Mm -hmm. a Mets fan. Uh, but they put the Los Dodgers logo on the side of the cap. 
front of the cap, went back to L.A., and then the brim is black. And so Freddie Freeman's wearing, like, black, you know, uh, long sleeves underneath the jersey. I don't know, black, that darker shade of blue. No, that clashes. White. You're not supposed eh. to mix those. I don't know how we got on this topic. Oh, but if they go to L.A. Yeah, and the Dodgers <laughs> wear those. <laughs> and the Dodgers wear their city connect, if they can, you know, shake hands and agree, then the Rockies would be able to bring their city connect. So as it were, they can wear it at home if the starting pitcher wants to do that. So it, it, it sounds like that's, that's going to be a thing. Freeland wasn't sure because I wanted to know, you know, yeah. he pitched well. Mm-hmm. So, and you're the Colorado guy. Are you going to want to wear that? So didn't exactly answer that question, but it'll be curious to see. Seven innings, one earned run, kept his team in that game, pitched really well. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't get the win. He didn't get the loss. So maybe he'll be that guy. If anyone's going to say, let's wear the City Connect on a day other than Sunday, it's going to be Kyle Freeland. I feel like he's almost obligated to. Right? Like, because he's the Colorado guy. He should be choosing that every time. I feel like I will be let down if he doesn't choose it. Yeah. So, Kyle Freeland, we know that you listen, of course. Just know that we would be so disappointed <laughs> if you didn't choose City Connect every time <laughs> you're at home. All right. Well, I thought about this and looking at the jerseys for the first time. What did you think I, about? I think I had this thought earlier in the week that the jerseys, hear me out, this is unintentional, okay. but you know, maybe we can retroactively give the Rockies credit or, or Nike credit. Incidentally, I think the Rockies had a lot more involvement in these uniforms than I had originally thought. Mm-hmm. I kind of speculated they had a 5 to 10% say. And I don't know, maybe, maybe after I tell you what I've learned, you still say it's only 5 to 10%. But they sat down with Nike and apparently said hey, here's all the different wonderful things that we love about Colorado. So if you want to hang the, the city connect, if you're stuck on the whole city part and it, and it being more of a state connect or a region connect, you can pin that on the Rockies. But Nike then took those ideas and ran with it. So we know that part. But the city connect uniforms are the physical embodiment of Coors Field. I see it. Think about that, mm-hmm. right? They get the green, obviously, in the grass and the outfield wall. Okay, that works. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've got the purple piping to represent the purple row quite literally. Yeah. That's a thing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have a lot of red advertisements out there on the wall mm-hmm. for the little circle representing the soil on the cap. All right. And then the yellow, obviously, you got the foul pole. Yep. You've got that the top of the... Uh, the outfield fencing mm-hmm. is yellow. Of course, that that's on the patch there. Mm-hmm. And so the white clouds in the sky. You got a little blue in the cap, which, again, those are obviously going to be there. We're talking about the out of doors. You know, you're, you're reaching. Well, the, well <laughs> no, those are the gimmies, right? I, the, the foul pole is another one. But it's kind of like it, it really does look like that. You know what? When we first saw the leaked socks, I immediately thought of the Coors Field logo that you see all over, yeah. all over the ballpark. So I was uh, – my prediction for – the City Connect jerseys were something that kind of resembled the ballpark. Um, and we got something different, obviously. It's more license plate forward, but it is, I do <laughs> see the physical embodiment of Coors Field in the color scheme of these jerseys. Hash- I see it. I hashtag, see it, Patrick. Hashtag license plate forward. Yes. Not fashion forward. License plate forward. forward. I love all the people who comment on, maybe it's our City Connect posts or like MLBs or the Rockies, but I love the people who say, they look like giant license plates. It's like that's what they yep. were modeled after. So yes, that that's what they're supposed to look like. Precisely, yeah. So weird. So people, thank you. They nailed so, it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Again, that's one of the most iconic things about, I mean, there's a lot of iconic things about Colorado. Mm-hmm. Again, if they had done the flag, Still would have been great if it looked like the, the state flag. Still would have been great. I, but then everyone also would have said, it's been done a billion times already. The flag is Same already thing. on too many things. I love that we did license plates. But I liked when I talked to Kyle Freeland about the City Connect jerseys. He was like, you know, they haven't changed the license plate in such a long time. Like, it's so iconic. It's such a recognizable license plate. So it's true. What it's it's the perfect yeah. thing to yeah, but Susie, it's the Colorado State flag, not the Denver State flag. Oh my gosh! Right, I, you can't win sometimes. No, no, people get a little too caught up in the semantics of the City Connect. A little but bit. What are you gonna do? 
I I think it's like thirty three percent really like it to love. Mm-hmm. Not not just straight love, but really like to love. And actually, no, I take that back. Thirty three percent love it. Thirty three percent like it. And then you've got like the final one third is split half between it's okay and then I don't like it. So I really think it's in the minority that people don't like it. Yeah, um, it's just the people who don't like it are so vocal because people love to complain. Didn't we do a poll? I think so. We did a poll. We need to find the poll. Ah, yeah, we, we've got it somewhere. Uh, one of the things that the players have been interested in possibly doing, this is something else I talked to Tiny about. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say, someone from the, the in the clubhouse uh, that they they would need they would need to get you know permission from MLB because this is the proper City Connect uniform. Yeah. So any alterations you might want to make to it, you got to get approval for. So swapping out those green pants for the white pants is possible. Uh, also, if you swapped out the white pants, I thought, wait a minute, you know, how about you know, there's a there's a I think the original Colorado license plate. The mountain area, the bottom two-thirds, was white, and the top is green. So you could flip it, so now the top of the jersey across the chest and to the shoulders is green, and everything below is white, including the pants. You could have something like that. Could, but we did see, we got a taste of what that jersey looks like with white pants because Ulysses Chassin's son was running around Coors Field on Saturday wearing his little jersey, his little City Connect jersey. And some white pants. And it. it looked sharp. It looked good. The mountains really pop when you put they them do on a white. lot more. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That you could find that picture over at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. Uh, we've got all that. We've. I'm curious. If the pants are up, are they pants or are they now clam diggers? I don't. <laughs> okay. You got a problem I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they look like clam diggers though, right? <laughs> at that point. A little bit. Yeah. I think, um, I definitely think the green pants look best with the high socks. Yes. Yeah. Well, 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 we need to have that debate kind of the face off between these, these two things, but the face off when you're talking about gummies that lead to absor- absorption oh. quickly so they can really hit and make their impact. Oh my the face-off gosh. is always going to be won by Ripple Dissolvables. That's a guarantee. The dissolvable gummies from Ripple, it's clinically proven. CSU has studied it. It's a peer-reviewed <laughs> journal. It's out there. You don't, you don't have to read all of that mumbo-jumbo. Just take our word for it. When you go to Lightshade Colorado's premier dispensary, uh, they've got 11 in the Denver metro area. You can go if you're a casual consumer or if you're a connoisseur. Right, if you're a tincture guy like producer Kale, and you're all about them tinctures, huge tincture guy, huge tincture guy, huge we know that. Tincture guy, we know that guy. We know that. We know our other producer you hear. He's more about the and more. He's more <laughs> about the flowers. He's more about all kinds of other things, the accessories, everything you name it. And right now you can get 25 percent off when you use code DNVR when you shop online at Lightshade.com, or if you just go in person, just mention. DNVR. You don't even have to be a member for that. That's a free gimme from us. You can also use code DNVRAVS over on another site, Sexy Pizza. Ooh. Just in time. If you got the munchies, check it out. You know that we've had it at the Broncos tailgates. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. Certain pizza snobs on this broadcast right now. I won't name who those two snobs are, (laughs) but those two snobs... Love sexy pizza. Yes. No doubt. Um, Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, Park Hill. They even have one down in Trinidad in the southern part of the state. You can go to any of those. Go to www.sexy.pizza. Use code DNVRAVS, and you're going to get a nice little discount. 15% off of your order. Now until June 12th. Tap into that. Also, if you are if you've got a, some kind of fundraiser or if you're a company, whatever it is, they work with local charities. Sexy Pizza wants to help out. Check out their donations link on their website. Sexy Pizza. Simply can't go wrong with that. All right, let's go with the face-offs here. Let's face it off. What are we facing off? White sleeves or green sleeves underneath the City Connect jerseys. Because a couple guys, we saw a little bit of, mm-hmm. of everything. I think most guys had green. Alex Colomay had black. Mm-hmm. Okay, good try. No. But <laughs> most guys had white. A couple guys had green. Are you leaning one way or the other? I I mean, I feel like I'm leaning more towards white. Are you waiting? 
Are, are you thinking I'm about to hit you with the wrong answer on that? No, I just thought you would <laughs> say something. I thought you would say I, something. The green looks good, but the white looks better. The white <laughs> looks better. Green looks good. White looks better. No doubt about it. Um, cleats. Oh, this is a good one. Do you go white cleats or the four is green cleats? Because we had the two Nike clients, mm-hmm. Kyle Freeland, Charlie Blackman. They went with the green cleats. Pretty much everybody else went white. What's your preference on I that? I think white looks better because it breaks it up because you already do have so much green. I personally prefer the white cleats. White cleats, 100%. It's uh, not even close because the forest green almost plays up like black. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the texture. Like the cleats that Kyle was wearing, like the the cloth or the meshy material, that green matches because the pants are green. Yeah. But then like the plastic, you know, the harder uh, material that's on those shoes that looked black. And so didn't look good you're right it, it broke it up now if those guys were wearing high socks maybe the green would look better yeah but alas look you know it kind of looked like footy pajamas a little bit a little bit a little bit and then up pants up or pants down up all the way yes oh my god it looks so can. good <laughs> the yeah showing off the socks but black was even showing off the socks on back-to-back days huh because he knew that it looks better yeah you got to show off the socks it looked amazing you know who the uniform looked best on? I love this. This is a hot take. Do you, did I tell you this? You did tell me oh, this. All right. But Kale, you didn't tell them this. You didn't tell Kale this. Kale, did you have... Uh, well, actually, I, I know who your favorite player is. He, you think he looks good in everything. But <laughs> did you have a favorite player that, like, they just they just looked a little bit better in the City Connect uniforms? Um, it, it, Maybe it's just the Colorado native in me, but Kyle Freeland looks really, really sharp in these uniforms. I think he looks really sharp in them, and I think him on the mound, like, it made me feel proud for my state, which was cool. Yeah, I said somewhere in a tweet form, I don't know if it was in the article, but it was in the article over on the DNVR.com uh, where we got a chance to catch up with all the Colorado natives, Charlie, mm-hmm. Buddy, you know, get their take on, you know, how they felt wearing those uniforms. He had the mountain across his chest. He had the mountain tattooed on his skin, and yep. he had the mountains looking down upon him as he pitched on Saturday. The man of the mountains. I have one complaint about the City Connect jerseys, though. Okay. The numbers on the back are very difficult to see. They are. Yeah. I think they're very difficult to see. And I have, an, I have one more complaint. I lied when I said I had one complaint. I have two complaints. <laughs> Um, they didn't get Dinger. I think they didn't get Dinger a jersey because Dinger, we have the tweet. This is what he looks like if you're watching us on YouTube. Hopefully you are. It's the best experience. And if not, head on over there. Yeah, you could do it on, on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. But you want to get the full effect of us in studio and looking at Dinger with his extra extra medium shirt there. Yeah, it's like so tight. it's so tight on him. So usually like the mascot jerseys are shaped more for a mascot. They're big and billowy at the bottom like around where it, you know, hits nope. his stomach, but these it just looks like they took like the biggest jersey they could find and like cut some slits in the side and in it's the like back. It's like an under armor shirt. It looks it's so tight on him. It's just it's so funny to see. <laughs> it was. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Also, did you notice and I'm, I'm sure this has been discussed, and you can't tell so much on Dinger's jersey because mm-hmm. he's got the double zero, but this is also true of the license plate. The zero almost looks like a different font altogether mm-hmm. than the other numbers, and you can particularly notice it on Tyler Kinley's jersey where it the zero jumps out a lot more. So when you have another number next to it, mm-hmm. notice the zero. But I thought Garrett Hampson looked the best yes. in it. Because had the had the oh my gosh. Uh, short pants there going on, right, with the high socks. And so the space in between the white at the top of the jersey to the <laughs> under the bottom of the knee of the socks, it was a much more compressed. And so it just, everything just popped a little bit more. It's true. It broke it up. It was all like broken up perfectly. And I thought they looked really great. I thought they looked wonderful. I, uh, that's a hilarious take. I think they all looked great in them. I don't think anyone looked bad in the City Connect jerseys, but that's a hysterical take. Now, did you notice Oh, some of the players did not have the white belt on? Yes. Not everyone had the white belt, and I don't yes. know why. I don't know if you don't. Do you know why? I think they just want to be different. <laughs> I, I mean, didn't know if there's a reason. No, I don't, th- I don't know that there is a reason. But there is a purple belt out there. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't think it's a purple city connect. I think that was just the purple one of like, nah, I don't feel like where. I, I, it could be an individual thing. I know Jose Iglesias had a purple belt on. Mm-hmm. I think, 
did Kyle have a no I think Kyle had the white one on there was somebody else it was Iglesias and somebody else and so but that's not a choice that's not up for debate like really like the white one you have to go white I like the white I like the white belt right what happened there and I think if you go white pants over green pants I mean we we that's not up for debate like the white's gonna look way better right Mm -hmm. I think so I didn't have any problem originally with the green pants. I still have no problem with the green pants. I don't, pants. but when you when you just look at the pants, they look I, they look like you're changing somebody's oil. Like you look like a handyman <laughs> kind of situation with the, that purple piping, and so the players definitely don't like that. Did you see? Speaking of fashion, oh. the short sleeved hooded sweatshirt from Mike Redmond. I did not see this. That is such a Bill Belichick look. Oh, yes. <laughs> and because in the, the store, a lot of people wearing the City Connects early. Mm-hmm. The, the jerseys that you can get, actually, I mean, they can go in and, and make you up a jersey right there on the spot. They can. But I think the ones that are in stock that they have at least a jersey of, you want to save a couple bucks, Ryan McMahon, <laughs> Charlie Blackman, and a guy, you know, if... if if you didn't go to games in April, you're like, who? Chris Bryant. Um, <laughs> they got those three. But, yeah, one of the hooded sweatshirts has white sleeves on him. And, yeah, he's got the short sleeve hooded sweatshirt with the white sleeves. Low-key, it looked really cool. I, I Okay, we, well, I'm going to have to pull up, like, a screenshot of this after the pod because I did not notice this. Yeah. I got to go back. I got to go back and I got to look. You got to comb through it. Uh, let's also talk about... The Apple TV broadcast, because yes. that was a little... We had a national broadcast on Friday. Yeah. We did. I always wonder, I mean, I was wonder always, I was wondering that one night, <laughs> if when a national broadcast comes in, they're disappointed that they're not getting, like, the, you know, 30-run games that you expect stereotypically at Coors Field. I had that thought, too, during the game. You're right. did Great not point. get that, obviously. Great point. Yes. No, I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Um... You can probably get off the rails a lot more so in those high-scoring games, which is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas if it's lower, you know, you, you got to be paying attention a little bit more to the action. You know, they don't know the players quite as well because they're just dropping in here for, you know, 24, 36 hours, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, I had an issue with my sound where I would turn it up and then all of a sudden it would kind of get loud. And mm. I don't know if that was necessarily a thing. I didn't, nec- I didn't see any other complaints and stuff online. Mm. I know that... Their like projections for like probability can be a little bit weird, where it's like a one zero count and then the hitter will get a, a a ball and so now it's two zero and his likelihood to reach base goes down in percentage and then there's a strike thrown and so you go all right now it'll go down and then it ends up going back up so there's been a weird mm-hmm. conversation going on about their their probabilities but uh, didn't hear too many people kind of complaining it was a free game. Yeah. You got to watch right in Denver. That was cool. I kind of had it on my phone as I'm watching the game and yeah. listening to their uh, the takes of, of Katie Nolan, Hunter Pence. Got a chance to to say hi to them as Katie Nolan will. She'll she'll I guess technically if you marry a Denverite, does that does that make you a you're, native? Like if you marry a native, are you technically a you're, you're a, native in law? You're a you're a Denver in law. Yeah, Denver Colorado in law. She I mean she could be. She very much could be. Uh, as uh, her boyfriend Dan Soder grew up in uh, Aurora, mm-hmm. best friends with uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, two guys who I think they went to Smoky Hill High School together. So it's cool talking with her and, and Hunter Pence, who was jacked up on his caffeine. Yo, you got yeah, you got to catch up with your old friend Hunter Pence. We're coffee pals now. Yeah, that's the thing. He went to Little Owl twice in in the span of like a day. So he's a, I mean he owns a coffee shop in in Houston. So uh, he loves his coffee and wanted some coffee tips. So. That was cool having them there, you know, a little extra mm-hmm. juice. It was different, you know, having them there. And, uh, you know, they did a good job yeah, from, I, from everything I saw. I enjoyed the broadcast. I enjoyed it. I, I had it. Uh, I was listening to it, too, while watching the game at Coors Field. I was entertained. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, they're going to be back at some point in the second half. I don't think they've announced that date yet. Don't think I can announce what that date is yet. <laughs> but I think, you know, MLB wants all their teams you know, treated equally. I think there was only like, maybe the Marlins were the only team that didn't get a game in that initial scheduling of, of games. You know, nothing mm-hmm. particularly exciting about Atlanta and, and Colorado of why they would have picked it, but they just wanted every team to kind of be represented at least once. Yeah. You know, doing a game obviously in Denver is going to pop a lot more than, than even in Atlanta, I would think, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the environs in general. So 
We said hello. We said goodbye to them. We said goodbye to B-Rod's hitting streak, 20 games. Yes. Not bad. You know what? Not bad. It was sad to say goodbye to the 20-game hit streak, but we can say hello to a two-game hit streak. Yeah, pick back up pretty quickly. Listen, summer of the hyphen. Let's go. That's it. The hyphen hype is real. I had to say goodbye to Jose Iglesias' 13-game hit streak. We'll see if he uh, starts up a new one. Talked with him. Had some interesting things to say about playing at home versus playing on the road because we know he, I think he has the highest road batting average. Yeah, we've been calling him reverse cores, and I'm happy that you got to catch up with him because he is elusive. He is. <laughs> I would say you have no idea just as a turn of phrase, but you do know. <laughs> you you I know. do actually have an idea. <laughs> uh, question here. Do we see Jolie's Chassin when we come back? on June 14th against the Cleveland Guardians. Yes, the Guardians. First time we're seeing Is he going to be is he going to be still with the team? That is a good question cuz right now he's looking at a 7.71 ERA, 22 earned runs in 25 and 2 thirds innings pitched. And that is as we say not good. No, it is uh not ideal. He uh, did pitch a little bit better. On, on Sunday, mm-hmm. here in back-to-back days. That's promising. You know, the, the questions have been asked a little bit about him, you know, and, 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 and struggling. That was kind of the writing on the wall when he came in there in the 10th inning. He gave up those uh, those five runs, or he was uh, charged with most of them at least. So, you know, the bottom line is, I don't know that they've got better options right now. I think, I think you know, they say the grass is greener on the other side, but it's because it's full of shit. Someone told oh, me that once. Manure. What a, what manure. a saying. Yeah, manure, no, I'm right? following the, um, the yeah. I, so I understand what I'm you laying, mean. I'm laying it on thick for the people who are listening at home. Not not for you. Oh, okay. Manure. Okay. Um, I just, I was not expecting so, such a saying, Patrick. And sometimes it's the devil you know versus devil, the devil you don't. Yes. So it's all of those things. They're going to be a little bit more comfortable going with mm-hmm. keeping him around. Uh, also, there was, you know, some discussion about with Ryan Feltner sticking around here that they would probably keep him up. You know, one bad start, is is that enough? Uh, did we get a notification about something happening with Ryan Feltner? Probably should point that out, but they said, not that they would go with a six-man rotation, but, uh, yeah, he has been optioned to uh, AAA Albuquerque, mm-hmm. at least for the time being. So, uh, but I believe, he, Buddy did say he was going to San Francisco with them, so... Doing the taxi squad thing. We'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. There's also a doubleheader on Saturday, a split doubleheader. Yep. Uh, because the first week of games were canceled. The uh, Dodger series was easy to reschedule. No doubleheaders there. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have two on Saturday. So four in, you know, three-day span. That's going to be kind of wild. So they, they will need, you know, another body to uh, start a game there. So, yeah, But will. Buddy said that somebody would go to the bullpen if – Say Feltner pitched really well. Someone would go to the pen, so maybe that would take over some of Chassin's innings. I don't know. We'll kind of wait and see what happens. But three games in San Francisco. They start on Tuesday. So we've got like 48-hour break here. Yeah. Between games. Bay Area, Dodgers again. Forget the order. We got Sensatella, Marquez. So Sensatella kind of. Jumps the line a little bit. He's going to go in front of Marquez. Wasn't originally scheduled to do that. Then the rain out happened, so that's flipped. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Austin Gomber there on the getaway day on Thursday. So we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe the Road Rockies will show up. I, or, the, or the good Road Rockies. I would like the good Road Rockies to show up. Not the but I think the next, uh, you know... Day and a half will be good to... Or, yeah, the next 48 hours will be good to cleanse our palate, restart... Reset, get some good baseball in. Yep. Final couple news and notes. We can talk more about this later in the week. Colton Wilker, Ryan Rolson, we learned from Bud Black, done for the year. Shoulder surgeries for both those young men. So uh, big big corner infield you know, prospect, uh, Colton Welker, and possible trade chip. Wrote about it this offseason as there wasn't necessarily a spot for him with Montero on the come up. Uh, and, you know, McMahon, Crone, you know, signed to those multi-year deals. There wasn't a spot for him. And so now, unfortunately, he's done for the year. And Ryan Ralston, a guy who was in that conversation for fifth starter spot to start the year, he is now done for the year. Jose Urena about to go into the starting rotation there for Albuquerque. So he'll be a part of that depth 
after Feltner. Now Peter Lambert is going. Uh, Stalen Sanchez, not a major prospect of note, not really a prospect per se of note. Suspended 80 games for Stanislaw. I'm not sure. Are you are you big on the on the steroids? Uh, I'm. I know nothing about them. Okay. I, the, way, not, the way I phrased it almost sounded like I was asking you. You big on taking steroids? Or yeah. Are you big on knowing what steroids? Don't, in, don't incriminate me. Um, yeah. uh, you know what? I did not uh, look into it. I'll be ready for next podcast. I'll have a full report. We need to know, was it D-ball or was it not? No, he's uh, he was a Dominican Summer League player, young guy. So uh, that's unfortunate that happens. But sometimes players make choices. Sometimes, you know, I don't know, we're kind of false positive. You know, who's to say? But mm. uh, that kind of stuff happens. And uh, so do birthdays. Happy birthday to Melissa Burrow. Got to give a shout out. Yes. Huge DNVR supporter. Happy birthday, Melissa. Um, thank you for all of your support. We have one more special shout out, too, because someone on the pod accomplished something very big. <laughs> Congratulations, Patrick, who is now a member of the BBWAA. We did not talk about this. Yes. I, I was making a faint gesture like, oh, you're going to say it about me because clearly it's not going to be about me. But yeah, I, I got the card. I'm in. I'm in the click. Congratulations. I know you worked really hard for it. I'm super Thank proud you of so you. Much. Um, we're all proud of you. Thank you for representing us well. We're super stoked. Doing what I can. I, I, I love writing about baseball in America. Yes. And being a part of associations. <laughs> I love. <laughs> well said. I love a all true those things. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where there's an edit button. You know, I've got time to hit publish. That was my first draft. You know, maybe next week we'll do it again. I'll be a little bit more eloquent. But yeah, I, I've been uh, been at this for a while here. Credential. This is my fifth season, so uh, it feels great. It's. Very proud of myself for, for doing it and really appreciate you, you giving me that shout out. I love surprising me. I love the graphic that Kale <laughs> made because we love hats. We know that at TNVR, we love hats. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. So got about nine years. I forget what it was. I forget the math that I did because I'm already thinking about the uh, class of 2032, 2031. Mm -hmm. Forget the math. Voting on the Hall of Fame. Oh. Uh, but, hey, you don't get to keep your membership if you're not doing your end of the bargain. Mm -hmm. if, you're not, if you're not writing <laughs> about baseball yes. in America in an association-type fashion, yes. you can lose your BBWA card. Uh, but you but that, that will not happen. be my fate. No, 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 that no. That no, will no. not happen to you. No one's going to uh, stop you. I learn lessons from myself, from others. <laughs> it's life. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is life. So uh, thank you, Susie. Thank you, Kale. Thank you for all of uh, DNVR Nation. Appreciate that. You can give me more love if you'd like, uh, shamelessly, on Twitter, at DNVR underscore Rockies. Uh, my account's at Patrick D. Lyons. Uh, and I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been great. It's been fun. And you know what? We have momentum. Yes. We do. The Rockies have momentum in the form of uh, a flight to San Francisco. We'll see. Good, good starts, two out of three days here from Cool and Freeland. We'll see if uh, Senzatel and Marquez can kind of maybe do that same thing against San Francisco. But you know what they say about momentum? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you then.